Hey, what's up? It's Alex. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything that you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. This Thanksgiving, a new film from the coked out mind of Stephen King. In a neighborhood hiding something sinister, Adam Schiff is one man who just wants a clean house and will have a big, smelly problem. Who shit on my floor? Seriously, I just got this cleaned. Who's there? Potential Supreme Court nominee and all-around creep Ted Cruz stars in this horrifying film that will make you lose your shit. Oh my god. Whoever he is, he just shat all over my floor and wiped his ass with that copy of the Constitution over there. And look over there. He lost his balls. They're over there in the trash. Oh no. I hear him. Here he comes. No! Exactly the opposite oh of what they're saying. Now, it's everyone so has switched positions, and so the whole, the whole oh, promo no you're balls. pushing about hypocrisy, no if you want to say it, you could say... The Poopy Man, coming to a theater near you. Say everybody involved in this is a hypocrite. Now- Sometimes you gotta go back and go forwards. But sometimes you don't have to go anywhere at all. Instacart makes it so you can order your groceries, pet food, and more from home. So you can do what you need to do. Whether it's praying to the Lord or playing with your willy. Whatever suits you best. So what are you waiting for? It's time to transcend your physical form. Follow the link in the show notes and Create your account and start feeling alright, alright, alright after you do your shopping. Instacart. Just do it, man. Ladies and gentlemen. The Short News Podcast with your host, Alex Mador. What's up? Welcome back to the Short News Podcast. It's your boy, Alex Mador, here to talk to you about life. Listen, I I know. There's supposed to be an episode on Thursday, but I, I took a couple days off just because I felt like I couldn't do a good episode. We've been we've been doing one day after day after day for a while, and 
I needed I needed a couple of days to you know collect myself and get some more content for us to talk about because I want I want today's episode to be like a full a full one just chock full of shit you know not like shit like oh this is shit but like ch- chock full of stuff good stuff and I think we can do that I definitely believe in us let's get into it I. You know, I really prepared for this one. When I say really prepared, I mean, I actually wrote down talking points. Most of the time, I'm just riffing kind of the way the president does, except I'm not in charge of the whole country. Let's see what's on the the agenda for today. Yeah, so I I had this um, this whole roast planned out and everything, and it just came out a lot worse than I thought it would. Uh... I, I wanted to go in on Ted Cruz really bad just because I, I hate him so much. But, you know, I decided to uh, to not because everything I was saying, it, it felt inauthentic and like I was grasping at straws. I hadn't done my homework enough and there wasn't enough of him being foolish. <laughs> but I also mixed up a couple of my facts and it just... I was so discouraged. I, I caught myself and I was like, wait a minute. You're so stupid, Alex. What what are you doing? And I was just like, you know what? I'm already 10 minutes into this episode. I should just abandon shit. So I, so I abandoned the Thursday episode. And now we're here. Took a nice little break. Played a lot of Warzone. Um, that, I, yeah. Played a lot of Call of Duty Warzone, um, and and I highly suggest anyone with a PC or console download Warzone because it's free and it's so much fucking fun. Like holy shit, man! Why why have I not been playing this since it came out? It's almost like I was avoiding it because I didn't want a repeat of what happened with Fortnite, which was, uh, you know, I I picked up Fortnite one day and I turned into a streamer, which it's really funny looking back and it's very cringe what I was trying to do. Uh, don't, don't get me wrong. I, I still stream sometimes and it's really enjoyable, but I was, I was really going for it at the time I, I was on Mixer, which I don't even know why I tried making that a thing when there's Twitch. I saw Ninja making moves over there. Uh, Getting that multi-million dollar deal. I was like, oh, I can, I could probably do that. Fuck, dude, I was wrong. People are so mean on there. I was just learning at the time how to play Fortnite with a uh, keyboard and mouse because I'd never had a mouse before. Hell, I didn't even have a desk for most of my adult years. So it was, uh, it was time to take advantage of what I consider living large. And I love my desk so much. It's where I spend most of my time, just because it's perfect. So I would sit there at my desk playing Fortnite, streaming for hours, and I wasn't a podcaster at the time, so I had not yet figured out the perfect audio, like applying compressors and all that kinds of stuff. I was out of practice musically. I had considered myself retired from music. It wasn't until this pandemic hit that I really got back into it. I was really encouraged to start creating things like that again. 
Anyways, I the sound was horrendous. Majority of the time, there was no no audio, like no microphone. I had it plugged in, but I forgot to fucking add it as uh, as the input. So I'm sitting there talking, and there's no there's no audio on the mic, and people would be like, well, "I can't hear you," and I'd be talking right into it, like, "Can you hear me now?" No, no, you can't fucking hear me because the microphone isn't even added. You idiot, Alex. So, you know, there was that. And I was really, um, where was I? I would just sit there, no audio, yeah, playing Fortnite. And the chat would be like, wow, you, you fucking sucked, or those damn Asians, and then they immediately get banned, and... It's just like, oh, oh, the wonders of being a minority on the internet. I'm going to start streaming again. I just need to figure out a time and a game and not be afraid of saying something horrible live and not being able to edit it out. I've watched too many streamer fails to know something embarrassing is bound to be around the corner at some point when you're live streaming. You know, you have people out there that are pooping themselves on stream and they like get up to go to the bathroom and you see it. Or you've got you got people saying words that they sh- that are no no words <laughs> and immediately getting banned. You've got people getting trolled with the text to speech. Um, you know, there's so many things that could go wrong. And or like somebody somebody has their tabs open. And they have them being recorded, and you just see, like, porn in their tabs. Not like that's going to happen to me. I would never watch porn on the same computer that I used to game. I don't, I don't mess with that. Like, I would, I would stream so much more if I just wasn't so damn scared all the time. And the thing is, the second the cameras come on and I start recording, that's when I start sucking. And you can say to me all you want, oh, that's just because you suck. Like, that's just your excuse for sucking. And no, dude, I get first place pretty much every time in Modern Warfare. So I don't know what the hell you're talking about, but I I can show you my stats. Let's go. Just opening up the Call of Duty app here. Let's take a look here. Yeah, my last game was a 1.2 KD ratio. I don't know. That's pretty good to me. That's pretty damn good to me. Combat record. Let's take a look here. Weekly stats. Lifetime stats. All right, let's look at this. I have a 1.02 win-loss ratio. I have 25% accuracy, 46,435 kills, oh that's a lot of deaths, 48,438 deaths, and exactly a 1 KD, my KD is exactly a 1. I play a lot of uh, Kill Confirmed. And listen, 
like, again, I'm not a fucking pro, but I'm good. I can hold my own and kick some ass. But the second the cameras come on, I just get nervous. I, I start thinking I have to entertain. I keep checking the chat. I just, um, I get distracted. And I have to learn to not do that. But I think I also want to stream GTA online a little bit. Just because I think that would be fun. Um, trolling people in on um, in GTA online and recording it would be cool. As long as I don't get in trouble for bullying people. But, you know, it's a game. It's just a game. Ninja would say, if anyone ever tries to tell you, it's just a game. And I, I just, it's just a game. Anyways, yeah, I might stream tonight. We'll see. What's next on the list of things here? So I deleted my, I deleted a lot of my messages, my text messages yesterday, because I like to, I like to do a cleaning every, at least every month. And just to clear memory. And so I don't have all these, these fucking automated texts coming in all the time. So I delete my texts and yesterday, starting at 3.36 p.m., I start getting texts from the Trump campaign just nonstop. So here's another installment of reading Trump texts from the campaign trail. <clears throat> Are we ready? Are we all ready here? Priority access. President Trump is announcing his Supreme Court nominee tomorrow, in all caps, and he wants you to be the first to know. Act now to get on the list. And then 6.22 p.m., President Trump says, We need law and order. I'm designating the KKK and Antifa as terrorist organizations. Do you stand with me? Show your support now. And what was scary about that text, that came in at a time like maybe half an hour after I was talking to somebody about how the best thing Trump could do for himself would be to establish the KKK as a terrorist organization. And then I get this text from the Trump campaign saying that they're going to do it. And I'm like, okay, um, you're spying on me, but you're doing the right thing. Cool. Still not going to vote for you. And then a few hours later at 10.17 p.m., President Trump just stepped on stage in Virginia. Are you watching? All gifts eight-time matched until the end of his speech. Donate and claim now. So they, they, really, they really try to, try to get you um, just to donate now multiple times a day. And then this morning, this Tuesday, join Vice President Mike Pence in Littitz, Pennsylvania at 7 p.m. RSVP here. And then an hour and a half later at 10.29, Congratulations, friend. You won a brand new Fill That Seat shirt. President Trump will hold it for one hour. Donate $30 and claim now. Wow, so I won a free 
shirt for $30. I want a free shirt. All I have to do to claim it is pay $30. That sounds like you're asking me to buy a $30 shirt. That's what that sounds like to me. This is some tomfoolery going on. This is some scammage to the max. Guys, come on. And then and then I get one text the whole day from the Biden campaign saying, yeah, just once at 12 p.m. yesterday. This is your last chance to get a call from Joe after his first debate next Tuesday. He always looks forward to calls with supporters like you, and he'd love nothing more than to chat with you after going toe-to-toe with Trump. So rush a donation to the campaign and we'll double your entry for a chance to talk with Joe after the debate. They really, both sides, I guess, try, they, they try their best to get you to give them money. But, you know, Trump really takes the, um, the harassment approach to the next level. It's crazy. It's crazy. I get so many texts from Donald Trump. I'm not even voting for him. I put myself on the list one time. One time. Because I wanted to make more empty seats at his rally. Looking forward to the uh, the Joe Rogan presidential debate. If that ends up happening. Really looking forward to that. Anyways, what, what else? I saw the word clout used in a political news article recently. And I was like, what are we becoming? I seriously didn't think it was real. And I had to rub my eyes and look at it again. But no, I screenshotted it. And it says, uh, Senator's husband likely used clout in UC admissions. <laughs> Is that clout? So we use that word now, unironically and non non like influencer like. He used his clout to get admissions. Clout. Lucha <laughs> got some clout. I really want to um I really want to get people over to Loom. Loom, the app that I've been pushing for for a little while now, uh, just because uh, that's that's where I'm going to be putting a lot of the new music before anywhere else, just because that doesn't cost me anything, and I still haven't um, received a check yet for my royalties. Should be at the end of the financial quarter. So, um... Update update on Loom on that remix competition I entered. I didn't win. I didn't really expect to, I guess. Um, not a rapper. And it was a rap song competition. I was out of my element trying to do something that isn't my style. And that's a challenge. So I guess it, it's time to work on some more original music. Like the theme song to this show. I've I've had that song to be honest since last December. I just didn't think it would work with this show, but now that I better understand the energy of my podcast, I think it works perfectly. But I do have to say this about Loom and to Loom. You let Neo run off with the bag. 
you you really did. Your your industry plant won the competition at no cost to you guys. There's this massive gladiator match over remixing Neo's song, but what has he done for the community of the app? I still get notifications from Neo's post from back in July when he first got on the app. People commenting, still, now, yo Neo, I got that good shit, listen to my shit Neo, please. Come on, give me some of your time Neo. And, and nothing, nothing, he's not. Obviously he's not even on the app. He hasn't been since the end of the You to Love competition. It was almost laughable that at one point Neo's account uploaded like a minute-long video of him listening to entries from the competition right after someone called him out for not even using Loom at all. But, you know, it, it's obvious that he, he was not here for the community and... He was not here to bring attention to the app. He was there for a come up for himself. All of the people that were defending him and kissing his ass, why are you defending someone who doesn't even know who you are? Where is he now? Where's Neo? He's at the bank with his loom money, laughing at all of us indie artists. I get that the industry is rigged, loom, but don't try to act like this app isn't going the way of the industry. If this app is going to exist, then it needs to be what it's advertised as, otherwise it's going to crash and burn. Which means more musicians and fans need to use Loom, so that washed-up singers like Neo can't use the app for their own personal gain by taking advantage of its newness. Or novelty. Again, to the people who are still defending Neo, the people who aren't paid to defend him, I mean, what what is he what is he doing for you? Where where did he go? I don't see any recent posts from him. I don't even think he has the app on his phone anymore, if he ever did. You made his song better than it was, he got paid. You did the work for him, now he's gone. I hope we all learned a lesson here that washed up artists like Neo are only in it for themselves. Loom, I hope you learned a lesson because he's done nothing for the app. He's done nothing. The one artist that's verified on the app is the winner of the competition. The one artist other than Neo that is verified won the Neo competition. Like, it's so obvious that you guys invested in this artist prior to the competition. Like, I think it's very easy to tell on the app, and a lot of people are becoming woke to this. That there, there are um, industry plants on the app. There are people that Loom put there and have put in a high position on the charts or, you know, given more legitimacy either through verification or plays or awards or notes. And those are the people that are, are pushed. So then it's really not 
It's really not about the indie undiscovered people then, is it? If you're just discovering specific people and spotlighting them. I don't know. Like, to me, that just seems wrong. Because there's a lot of people on there doing a lot of awesome shit. And I don't see them getting any attention. Like, I've been on my grind, and I'm I'm on the charts. I've done it. I've done it. I was, like, 34th on the on the trending charts, like, yesterday or last time I checked with Mango Pods and White Claw, and, and that's really cool. I've never been on any sort of top chart for anything I've created in my entire life. It felt like a huge accomplishment, and I want other people to be able to experience that too. The only reason I was able to get there was because I networked enough. It was a grind. It took hours. It took days and days and months to just get 34. And, you know, something, something's not right. Also, I'm, I'm lucky enough where my music gets enough listeners off of Loom, like outside of Loom, where I, um, I, I can capitalize off of that. And that's kind of like a, a whole different beast over there at Spotify. Like, I'll never be on the top charts at Spotify because I'm, you know, I don't have a big label pushing me. But on Loom, it's, you know, you, you're supposed to be, you know, getting exposure. Yeah, they need to stop pushing, um, stop pushing industry plants. Give the real people a chance to shine. The people that, you know, they may not have all the resources to make great, great music right now. I'm not talking about me. I have everything I need to make awesome shit. I do. I'm fine. I'm doing great. When it comes to my music, I'm fine now. I'm worried about the people that I know that get nothing. So I'll, I'll stop ranting. You know, yeah, I'll stop ranting about Loom. Here's some shitty news. Um, Black Widow has been delayed again. It was going to be out in November 6th of this year, but now it's going to be coming out May 7th, 2021. <clears throat> <clears throat> Sorry, acid reflux. How many times has this movie been delayed? Rescheduled? I've forgotten about it. And then been reminded of its existence when it gets delayed again. I'm not even excited about this movie anymore. It takes place before Endgame, so... It doesn't even tell us anything important for the story. It's just fan service. But if you ask me, they should just release it on digital on demand. More people will see it that way. I Like, seriously, it's more accessible. Who wants to go to a movie theater anymore, especially during all of this? They've delayed it enough times where by the time this movie comes out, I'll probably have, like, five children in a house in the country. 
No one even wants to waste their money at the movie theater. The tickets are what? $13 each? So if you're if you're with a date that's 26 plus tax, then you have to pay for refreshments or concessions, which if you get a popcorn and two drinks, that's like 15 to $20 or 25 depending on the size of everything you get. Um, or, and then depending on how many people, it's even more than that. If you're like taking your family, holy shit, the movies cost so much if you're taking your family. You could spend, easily spend, over $50 at the movie theater. When people have all the food they need at home in their kitchen, all they need is the movie. How much does it cost to buy popcorn that you microwave at home? Like a dollar thirty-five. All all you need is the movie. That's it. All you need is the movie. You can like cut out the middleman, the theaters, which then you have people arguing. But Alex, the theaters, like, how are they going to stay in business? Your theories are going to go out of business. You're telling me that these glorified rooms full of seats need to continue taking unnecessary amounts of my money when I could accomplish the same experience, if not more comfortable, with my mini projector and a sound bar. And, you know, the theaters could just not exist anymore. Times are changing, and they're not going to stop. The movie industry needs to uh, to take one out of the music industry's book and go all in on streaming. They'll probably make more money in the long run. I mean, more more money for themselves instead of having to cut in the theaters. And more people will pay for movies. Because it's so easy to watch one from home. Spend that $15 like that you would spend on a movie ticket. To, to see the to see the movie just right from the comfort of your couch, you can try to um you can try to make movie theaters as comfortable as you want. I don't care how far back the seats in the theater recline. Movie theaters are a waste of time and money. I want to be home in a blanket with my cat, smoking a joint, not with my cat, but she does catnip, and then I'll have a joint, and, you know, just like, I want to be comfortable, I don't want to be with a bunch of strangers in this big echoey room where the sound is turned way higher than it needs to be, with overpriced popcorn. You can get pop secret butter popcorn at Stop and Shop or wherever you go for how much? How much? Let's find out. How much is a box of pop secret? All right, let's see what Walmart's got for me. A butter popcorn. $4.78, and that's 12 bags in there. That's a box of 12. And you go to the movies, you get one bag, and it's like $100. <laughs> You're wasting your money. 
I think everybody just needs to stop going to movie theaters. Because it's a waste. They're stealing your money. Just, just don't. Just don't. What else is going on in the world? There's this bird. Oh my god. Dude, dude, come on. Really? I don't... What are you... It's not even mating season, is it? Uh, where was I going with this? Um... And so we talked about the movie theaters. Um, did we talk about Lil Dicky? Yeah, Lil Dicky said in an Instagram post that he's going to show his dick if people register to vote. So, register to vote. We are waiting for the reveal of his penis. I will keep you updated on that. Um, time to shit on, shit on Connecticut for a second. I was listening to the Bill Burr Monday Morning Podcast yesterday, and he's he's actually on tour currently, and he's in my hometown of Ridgefield, and he said it's beautiful there. He might actually consider moving somewhere like that because California's burning. And to that I say, Bill, just like, I get it. Like, the, the suburban life is very tempting, the small town suburban life, and I know, like, a good place for you is out there. but. Do not ruin you and your family's life by moving to Ridgefield, Connecticut. It looks beautiful. And it's the same thing my parents said. They they drove through Main Street before I was born, and they were like, this is a beautiful place to raise kids. They didn't realize that their mixed kids were going to get just destroyed for not being white. It's bad, and it hasn't changed. And it's a town full of Karens. You, you, don't, you don't want it. You don't want it. But, um, yeah, don't go to Richfield. But you know, you know what else I was thinking about in the last couple of days? I, I feel really bad for the people who are, um, who are living at college right now. At my old school, they're living in close quarters with roommates, but they're not allowed to go anywhere, so that's really shitty. Imagine having to live in a small room in Schenectady, New York, with literally nothing to do, and you're not allowed to see anyone other than your roommate. What if you don't like your roommate? You can't go somewhere else. That's like a $50,000 prison. That college specifically is really miserable in the winter because there's already nothing to do, and it's cold and depressing, and campus safety makes it hard to have fun, and now... Now with the virus, there's even less to do, and I'm wondering, I'm just wondering if the Xanax use is up because they can't go anywhere, or if it's down because there's nowhere to get it, but, you know, yeah, yeah, you know what, of course, people found ways, or will find ways to get drugs, I, and, like, I, I knew this kid who he'd get Xanax, like, a jar Full, or multiple jars full to the brim of Xanax pills. He just picked those up from somewhere. I don't know where, but like before he'd come back to, to campus from like a vacation or something, he'd, he'd just stock up and he was selling that shit. And um, 
it, it, it was it was crazy. But one time he pulled it out, he was like, I'll give you the whole jar if you guess how many are in here. <laughs> and oh my God, imagine. I'd still be asleep to this day, four, four or five years later. So, you know, I don't have a good segue to this, but this is our reacting to content segment that we're going to do next. And I, you know, we we here at the Short News Podcast don't believe in religion. And we like to make fun of televangelists who capitalize off of people's blind faith. So I have more videos of those guys tricking some suckers and losers with their ridiculous tactics. First up, first up, we can talk about a documentary I highly suggest to everybody. And I've definitely mentioned before, Jesus Camp. It's the movie where the lady yells at those kids that Harry Potter would have been put to death. You know, evangelicals who homeschool their kids because they're anti-evolution send off their kids to this religious nut summer camp where they mix things like go-karts with the teachings of the Lord. Apparently, these evangelicals make bank off of, uh, you know, probably molesting these kids and then taking them go-kart riding because this camp, it, it does, it, it has a lot of shit for them to do. And it'd be, it'd be fun if you got rid of all the religious shit and the probably molesting. Like, ah. Uh, like at that age, at their age, because they're, they're young, young kids. Religion just did not take in my mind. I, I never accepted it. I, I tried and I just couldn't do it. Um, like my my friend went to this uh my my childhood friend went to this religion class every week after school and i didn't i didn't know what that entailed but i wanted to be cool like him so i i went to the class with him to learn and to learn about god you know so i get there and i'm all excited because i'm going to learn about all this cool shit but they start talking about how god created everything we need to be blindly loyal to him and can't do any fun shit because he would be punished. And God is the reason that there's food for dinner on my table. And I need to thank him for that. And it sounded like some type of dictatorship to me. I don't want to be punished for fun shit. It felt wrong. It felt like a lie. And I'm not going to study this fucking book about how this dude died for me. I didn't, I didn't ask for him to die for me. How do we even know that he's legit? And I kept asking questions, and the teacher was getting really sick of my shit. Eventually, it was over. My mom picked me up, and and she's she's like, "How how'd it go?" And and I think I said something along the lines of that. That was stupid. I don't ever want to do that again. And and I never went back to that religion class or went to church other than for weddings or funerals or communions. I I wasn't I wasn't about blind faith. Or loyalty. I didn't. I didn't believe because what? I didn't believe because what? What was this? Uh, what was this guy doing for me? What was God doing for me? My dad made the money, which my mom used to buy the food, and made the dinner using the oven, which was created by scientists, and then put that food on a table, which was made by some furniture guy. 
So I didn't believe in God, but I believed in Santa Claus. I mean, because at least Santa Claus bribes you with toys to believe that he's real. God just threatens you with eternal suffering if you masturbate one time. Anyways, let's look at what these televangelists have to say, infecting the absorbent minds of these people who are ready to empty their wallets for a piece of that blessing to avoid eternal suffering. Oh, cool. So this is a continuation of a video that we actually started watching together on this show over the summer called The Best of Christian Nonsense, The Crazy Christians Compilation. So this should have, this should have some good stuff. Let's see what we got going on here, okay? I hope you enjoy the show. Donors want to donate guns, and Richard has checked into this, and it's illegal for us to ship guns. Is healing you. Oh, that's it right there. Oh, my God. Those of you that have guns, please do not send them to us. Go to your local dealer. It is against the law. For We have checked into it for us to receive these types of things. So go to your local gun dealer, turn them in, send us the cash. Oh, I tell you. Turn in your guns and send us the money. Uh, we don't want your guns. We just want your cash. You know, God. I mean, God, God just wants your cash. You know, God, God wants to buy a new private jet. You know, that's what that is. God, God, God needs a new jacuzzi. In my backyard. I love to prophesy. God needs a new pool table. Uh, to go, uh, to go with, uh, God's, uh, God's carpet. In, uh, God's pool room in my house. Some people are stealing the offering bucket. I'm serious. I don't want anybody walking around. Stay in your seat. You steal my offering for this ministry and you'll die. The Lord is here tonight. You're touching God's money. But because I had gone seeking after the occult, Seeking after darkness, even though it's just a piece of wood. You think it's just a piece of wood with, with just a little Ouija board. Yeah, just yeah. a little exactly, game. exactly. They go to church on Sunday and they think they're just doing God a big favor. I did not want to contact the occult. I did not want to contact the dark side, but I was in the occult at that moment. And when I picked up that Hasbro toy made of plastic and cardboard, and and I, and I just, you know, I put, put it on random letters. You know, I, I knew right then and there I was, I was serving the devil. I was serving the devil. And I must be cleaned of my sins. Clean of my sins. Why do they do that? It's like they're orgasming. And I had to suffer the consequences of what I went searching for. And my, my baby was born deformed. <laughs> public school people are rude and disrespectful towards Christians now I'm a pastor Mike to my lovely wife she's a fly MC and the light of my life I'm loaded I'm pregnant with miracles there's no atheist I'm pregnant with miracles 
I'm going to say that next time someone's like, hey, can you do me this quick favor? Like, I, I need a, uh, I really need a miracle right now. I'm going to be like, miracles. I'm pregnant with miracles. Uh-oh, they're coming for my miracles, the police. Out picketing against Santa Claus. I mean, think of the psychological damage that's done when those little kids write their letter to the North Pole and... And Santa doesn't really answer because he's not really what? there. What? What do you What do you mean Santa's not really there? He's He's in um. So so he's in like Colorado, right? Like he's he's still somewhere, still somewhere cold, right? Like he for the reindeer. Wait, I'm just receiving word that. Wait, Santa's not real. Santa's not real. Who got me the R2-D2? Who got me the R2-D2? Okay, um, I, I believed in Santa before I believed in religion. There's people watching me right now that have no respect for me or God or his word. And the atheists that are so upset about what religion is doing to young minds are not out here protesting Santa Claus. No, I don't mind. Because Santa Claus doesn't tell people they're going to burn in hell if they're gay. Santa Claus doesn't molest kids. Santa Claus hasn't caused multiple wars. And you protesting a lot of other religions, but when you protest the truth of Christianity. Do you believe in evolution? Um, no. What do you believe? That God created the world. Who told you that? Um... My friend. How did how did he create the world? Did he um was he was he using a CAD software and he was he was designing the world using um engineering technology? What sorry, that was dumb. Was he on an iPad fucking putting in the order for all the parts for Amazon? I don't what how did how did he create the world then? He shit it out, and we're just bacteria in his shit. And if you want to protest that, and you're not protesting this, you are a hypocrite. The job of the preacher is to bring fresh sperm. You know, this guy comes to my house. He's a Satanist from one of the Satanist churches here where they sacrifice babies and melt those babies into candles. Take it away, Mary Sue. Jesus Christ is my nigga. If the theory of evolution was viable, then I should occasionally. Did she just say Jesus Christ is my? She did. She did. Right? It, that's, and that, that thing is serious, right? Like, that's a serious video. The, the preacher rapping? I think that's real. By subjecting this to energy, end up having new life. Elaine, take a deep breath. He got a little more kosher and receive you the peace. Did you feel that, Elaine? Yes, I did. <laughs> I did too. You need to make a vow of faith. Jeez, that's like dollars. phone sex, but religious. Oh, Bob, couldn't you say 25? No! Pray for me. Say a prayer. Oh. Dear Lord and Jesus, oh, oh, I'm so, I'm so dry. 
Take another deep breath and receive the peace. We cut out a robo My friend who is a Christian has a Buddha statue near next to her Christian ones. Is that okay? No, it's not. Take it out and break it. Break it. Oh, great. I feel such an anointing in my As a creationist or believer in creation in the book of Genesis. You know, I would disagree with that, but uh, what would you disagree with? With the, the time, the oh. time. What we see in our health classes. Sex education. Fourth grade and up. Is pornography. Don't want to be too personal, but. Sex education I... is pornography, apparently. Um, so, so that when, when you are in a sexual situation, you won't know what to do and you'll get pregnant. That's what the Christians want, right? They want people sexually uneducated to make more babies so they can indoctrinate in Malayas. We gotta save the babies by making more babies and causing a population problem. Overpopulation of more brainwashed people. Suckers and losers. Why well, take a leak if I have to wake up a few million years to do that? Wait a bit. I don't understand. <laughs> well, if I was to go to the toilet, you know, yes. I mean, how did how did we evolve uh, with the ability to uh, release uh, waste? God only uses the devil. He doesn't let him hurt us. He just uses him to show us what a stupid idiot he is. He's the son of the original G, and he was sent to Earth to elucidate the way that we should be. What lie? Notice how the devil always likes to take my worst facial expressions and put them on TV? Here's a nice one. Maybe they'll put that one on TV. <laughs> I want you to quickly go get an envelope, go get your checkbook, and take a little bit out of your cake. People who do not love our God. Give me your money. Give me your money if you don't want to die. A terrible, fiery death. Give me your money. Because... Papa needs to buy a new, uh, buy a new dinette set. Papa saw that the, uh, Martha Stewart kitchen set was on, was, uh, went off sale, and I still want to buy it. I have stolen our country. Without getting too heavy about it, because some of you can't handle it, some of you can that are spiritual, and some of you aren't too spiritual. So you're not going to understand what I'm talking about. But if you're a Satanist, if you're a lover of the world... You're a Satanist. I don't brag, I don't cuss, and my pants don't sag. I do exude a little Christian swag, and I'm proud to be an American. Jesus Christ is on Um, you just said you don't cuss. I was in the room. <laughs> She's like shaking, like, <laughs> like, what the fuck is she doing? When the Holy Spirit first fell on David Roos like that. Let, Let his light shine through ya. Let his love pop a cap in your butt and say hallelujah. What? The pose on his left foot began to wiggle. Are you sure you're seeing God or are you on crystal meth? 
A lot of these evangelicals do meth. That's kind of like a common thing. One of the, uh, one of the main evangelical preachers that is like a big deal, he got caught with meth and a male prostitute. And he was one of the most outspoken against gayness. Mend this collarbone together in, in the name of Jesus' bones. Go together. Now move it around. Go together. Start moving it around. Go together. Start thanking God. Who else in severe pain? You're in severe. I mean, you're just what's coming. Oh, God coming on you. That's the anointing of God. It's a radical last day anointing. It's an end day anointing, an end time anointing. Because it says in the Bible that everything is, that God created everything. See, that's the kind of shit I didn't believe when I went to religion class that one time. I was like, no, no, he didn't. Like, people made that. Why do, why do you guys have all this appreciation for this dude that's not doing these things for you? And these dumb, like, Aesop's Fable-type stories that they make you read. It's like, what What are you trying to do? You're trying to make me feel guilty for some shit that, that I'm no part of? There it is, 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 Three kids out of that marriage? One. Where'd the others come from? Um, my twins were, I was young. They were illegitimate. Have you broken the curse of illegitimacy? No. Didn't know to break it. That's okay. We're gonna get it broken tonight. Oh, Holy fire! Holy fire! Holy yeah. fire! Lord of the Spirit, according to Hebrews 4.12, I divide soul and spirit. I want the ancestor. I want the ancestor to look at me. The one who's so angry and bitter. You keep in touch. Okay. Tomorrow. You never just know. You'll be here tomorrow? Oh, I'll be here all day tomorrow. Okay. 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 And, and, uh... Going to happen, it's a guarantee. Okay. What? That's so, that's so creepy and ominous. And her eyes are all crazy. It's going to happen, I guarantee. If you hear me, take it off of your neck. Take the cast you off your neck? There, take it off of your neck. Our firm belief is there are two kinds of people in the world. Take that cast. That is keeping your broken neck from breaking some more off. Take that damn cast off. I want to see your neck. Take off that cast because I can cure your fucking broken neck. What? Get up out of that wheelchair. I know you've been paralyzed since birth, but stand on up. In the name of Jesus, stand up out of that wheelchair that you have never stood up out of in your entire life because your nerves are not connected and you, you don't have that ability. But Jesus makes it so. People who love Jesus and people who don't. To tell a child, you're, you go to this church, which means you'll go to heaven, but your little playmates don't go to that church and therefore will go to hell, seems to me to be an unpleasant thing to be saying. But yes, that is. Maybe I'm in a minority. 
I know what they ultimately wanted to do was sacrifice you. Did they get the job done? Spilled your blood? Took your part? Offered it to the gods? Jesus. Oh, my God. I want to go to one of these churches, say I'm possessed, and have them try to exercise me like that or whatever and just play along with it and like when the when the demon comes out or whatever like make my voice like yeah, um i'm mark zuckerberg and we at facebook are really happy to and everyone's like oh my god it's the worst of the devils it's the zuckerberg yeah so i'm gonna just take all of your personal data and i'm gonna gonna Go masturbate to your nudes because I have all of those. Yeah, I'm, I'm Mark Zuckerberg, and I, I'm gonna go, go surfing in my sweatshirt. I'm here to be trained. Oh, this is Jesus Camp. Oh wait, where that was? Get away from me! Get away from me! Get away from me! No. Oh God. Oh, don't shake him. He's got a broken neck. Oh my god, the they're these kids are so brainwashed when they pray. They start crying out of just love for God. In the name of Jesus, it's gone. Shut it out! Shut it out! I want to hear you. More Jesus camp. Look at Brother You're going to be radical. You're going to be on fire. How many of you want to be those who would give up their lives for Jesus? What? Bandage! That's scary. All the way! All the way! All Move your broken neck! Move it! I say so, Jesus says to. It's dangerous to tell people that prayer can just cure a broken neck like that. Because there's probably people that are like, Jesus is protecting me from COVID. No, he's not. Kids crying again. All the way! Prophecies and do what the Apostle Paul said and make war with them. We are an army. Christ is our commander. Christ is our commander. We're an army and we don't like gay people just like the other army. I hate, I hate this. They're, for people that preach such openness, they're the least open-minded people in all of, all of ever, all of history. And they just like colonize shit and multiply and spread like a virus. <laughs> 
what if that's what this is? Like we're we're living on like like on a larger scale. We're all like little little I don't know, bacteria or something. And all the Catholics, they're all they're all a virus and every time they convert someone or a Christian, every time they convert someone, they um they're spreading that virus around the earth organism <laughs> because those are the people that believe in oil too and don't believe in human rights and think that global warming is just God's plan Yeah, didn't I just say that? Close-minded. This means war! If there's any lesson that can be learned from this, is just, just don't. Just don't. Religion, don't. <laughs> Let's check in with uh, let's check in with Nikocado Avocado, our favorite mukbanger, for a second. See how he and Orlin are doing with a little little update. Nikocado update. You are sleeping on the couch. You think tonight? I want to look at the fact you that you have a massive, massive tonight. Tradition. We are going to be doing the Travis Skeeter meal, and I got everything here. And I mean the Travis it comes tra the whatever Travis his. Did he say Travis Scoot? And one of them, okay, so Nick said Travis Skeeter, and Orland said Travis Scoot. Is this an act? Is this an act? The Travis Scott meal, it's not that hard to say. You go to the fucking McDonald's, you say, Cactus Jack sent me. They give you the fucking meal. Travis Scott. Oh my god, you, do you not know who Travis Scott is? Stop! No, I'm starting. Hey, come. Oh, these are cute little fries. Two medium fries. This is recent, so they're back together. They were they were broken up for a while, but they weren't actually broken up. Um, Nick had his new boyfriend on on video, but it was just Orlin wearing a panda mask. So it wasn't actually a new boyfriend. It was just fake drama. The Travis Scoot, like a scooter, like the one you have to do. Scoot, Scoot, Skeet, Scott, I don't even know. So we're going to do this over here. We got some. Oh, that's for me. That's, uh, that's what I want. Okay, so this is the Travis Scoot. What is this? A quarter pound of cheese. Where's his? Oh, he gets quarter pound of cheese. I don't even know. I just literally ordered. Here, take those. And I got a large one. Oh, French fries. I don't even like fries. But mm. Oh, you love French fries. Do you clearly love French fries. Do you eat them all the time. Probably gained 50 pounds from french fries. More like 100. You guys, I've officially gained 150 pounds. I've gained 150 pounds. Jeez, that's not good. That's not good at all. Oh, I gotta screenshot this. Sometimes when you freeze a YouTube video, you get like the perfect, perfect, perfect picture. Game one of my love. 
Turn around. 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 Scooter. Tra Travis Gump. Scooter. Travis Skeet. Here we go. This here is the Travis. They they have to be joking. They have to be kidding, right? Travis Skitter. And it has bacon. Oh, so basically it's a double quarter pounder. So this is a regular double. Ooh, okay. This is a little lesson about McDonald's. This here is a double quarter pounder with cheese. My favorite cheeseburger for cheese show. I'm out of breath. My well, favorite. You're out of breath from standing. Go. Orlin, stop. Go. Hurry up and turn the air on low. Go, go. Orlin. Orlin, turn the breath. Turn. Goodbye. And even take your chair. Now I have to do all the work. Oh, wait. I see some crying. information and I am done. Is that Taco Bell? Wait. Saving floor phone. Look, I'm wiping because a lot of you guys say that our food's not sterile. Everything's sterile, like a clinic here. I have some grave information and I am done. Done. Grave information and i'm going out with a bang bye-bye bye-bye just put a bag over his head a taco bell bag Ooh, taco bell bye-bye <laughs> i just found out It's kind of scary when he's holding a sharp knife like that. <laughs> um, so that's your that's your little dose of Nikocado Avocado. I know we haven't covered him or, or really the YouTube community that much lately. You know, it's a big part of my life, and it's a big sh part of this uh, big part of this uh, show. All right, I found a relationship advice. Should I be worried about the things my boyfriend does with other girls in video games? Huh. This is going to be interesting. My boyfriend recently started talking to a girl who was following him on Instagram. She's really pretty. She's more his type than I am. Oh, the insecurity is strong with you, young Padawan. Um, more his type than I am as she has all of the features he's looking for, and he's constantly telling me that I'd look sexier if I changed some specific things about my appearance, which would ultimately make me look like her. Uh-oh. They started playing Minecraft with each other tonight. It started with playfully hitting each other. Then he gave her a flower. Then he ended up making a house and a double bed for them to share together. Okay, I know it seems petty and childish as fuck, 
to be uncomfortable with this, but I feel like there should be some type of boundaries. I did the whole the whole Xbox boyfriend thing when I was a teenager, and doing these types of things always seemed a bit intimate. When I brought it up to him, he got angry and told me I was being ridiculous. I feel uncomfortable and threatened. Someone tell me I'm wrong. Too long didn't read. Boyfriend shares bed with a girl he's playing with on Minecraft. Should I feel threatened? You mean boyfriend shares a Minecraft bed with girl virtually in Minecraft? Um, I, it seems, let me, let me see, let me think about this for a second. I think, you know, yeah, I'm in, I'm in agreement with the comments here. I think the, the biggest red flag is that he wants you to change a bunch of things about yourself that that's not something that you should do or feel that you need to do and if somebody in your life if if your partner is making you feel inadequate then that's not a good that's not a good relationship to be in because you you are enough and And yeah, that is kind of flirty. Like he doesn't have to do that in Minecraft. They could be, they could be playing it normally. You know? Well, I don't know how you play Minecraft like normal. It's like you can do anything in Minecraft. That's the thing. But like, but yeah, that's the thing. You could do anything else on Minecraft. They could be exploring caves together, building a society. They could be living in separate houses and like be building up like mansions or even share a mansion. You don't have to share beds. Like I get I get the discomfort. I do. Especially because they didn't meet through the game. They met through Instagram. What is it? Instagram DMs. Like, I, I'm friends with this girl I met on Patook, and she was talking about, like, oh, we can, like, we can play Minecraft, but, like, she was talking about, like, double date with me, Ashley, her, and her boyfriend, and that, see, that's cool. Like, why don't, why don't you play Minecraft with them? But, you know what, that's not the issue. You know what, that's not even the issue. It's his lack of respect for you. And the fact that he's making you feel like you need to change all these things about yourself when you're you. And he should be saying he loves you for you. Like, I don't know if this is grounds for leaving, but definitely grounds for setting some boundaries and communicating with him how you feel and how he's making you feel inadequate. I think that's a big thing that you should do. Um... And then take it from there. If he doesn't respect how you feel about these things and about your discomfort with him sharing a Minecraft bed with somebody, then, then uh, if he doesn't respect that, then you, you know what you have to do. So, anyways, this has been the Short News Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, I gotta go eat. I have some Taco Bell in the fridge. All right.
see you guys later. Maybe like a couple days. All right. Love you and peace. It's really that time of year. And your team might finally do it. Or if you're a Rams fan, you might just want to book the trip now. This year, Super Bowl 56 is in Los Angeles at SoFi Stadium, February 13th. You can scour resellers to buy an overpriced ticket closer to the day, or you can lock in the Super Bowl experience of a lifetime now with our friends at On Location. True 50-yard line seats, only available with On Location. An invite to celebrate on the field with the champs. On location, yes, you want to craft a perfect confetti angel like I did? Go the game with On Location, and it's not just about gameplay. From dinner with NFL legend Marcus Allen, to pregame parties featuring acoustic sets for Wyclef, the official hospitality partner of the NFL is offering the most exclusive ticket packages available. Want to know how? Visit onlocationexp.com forward slash sp 56 or search Super Bowl on location. That's right. Search Super Bowl on location. Make the trip of a lifetime. It's your shot. Take it.